Hey, what's up? And welcome to Hello Perreo, a podcast all about reggaeton, la cultura, el chisme, and everything in between. This is episode four, and it's your boy D, as in Daniel, a.k.a. Damn Daniel, a.k.a. your perreo plug, a.k.a. my brother's keeper because I'm not a gatekeeper, a.k.a. I can buzz down a cumbia to any beat. Just watch. Actually, I had somebody ask me about that the other day, and um, I think y'all should try it. You can literally do cumbia to anything, just about anything. I don't know about screamo, metal rock type music, but just about fucking anything, there's a little cumbia beat you can sneak into there. So don't be shy. Bust down a cumbia to any beat. I encourage it. But welcome back to Hello Perreo, everybody. I'm glad to hear uh, good things coming from my friends and people that I don't even know. So thank you all for reaching out. Don't forget to answer the questions at the end of every single episode. I'm going to try to keep it interactive on there on on the spotify apple podcast is a little uh boring of a platform i might say uh because you can't really ask questions or put polls like on spotify but if you are on apple podcasts you can leave me a rating and a review that's the nice thing about apple podcasts i guess is that you can leave a little you know written review or whatever what have you how is everyone doing? Happy November, everyone. Um, like I said, this is episode four. I have a guest on today, but I wanted to give a quick recap of the last couple of episodes and what's been going on in the community. Shout out to the city of San Francisco for being the number one city listening to Hello Perreo. I really fucking appreciate it. Uh, when the episode dropped, I'm going to say that uh, full transparency, the city of Oakland was the number one city holding down Hello Perreo for that first trailer. But, um, you know, the tables have turned and it went from the 510 to the 415. But much love to both sides of the Bay. I fucking appreciate it. Keep sharing uh, the podcast with your friends and let them know that there is a new podcast in the Bay. Um, so we are now on schedule for Hello Perreo. Every single Wednesday, I'm going to be doing my best to release an episode it is a little tough, guys. I did underestimate it a little bit, maybe, or there's just a matter of organizing a little more. I think that's what it is. Um, but anyways, every single Wednesday, you can expect something here on Hello Perreo. Um, when I launched Hello Perreo last week, I did decide to drop three episodes all at once. Uh, don't know if that was a little chaotic of me or if I just wanted to give you guys more than one thing to listen to. Um, I did, you know, do a little bit of market research, as they say, and I asked around a bit and I said, um, would it be something that you would listen to? Like if a podcast was barely launching, would you listen to it if it gave you three episodes all at once or a couple of episodes all at once? And I did get good reviews from some of my friends and people around. And, you know, so that's what I decided to do. Um, as well as I did have kind of a schedule that I wanted to follow until the end of the year. So that also just ended up working out that way. But um, with that being said, episode one, I highlighted three throwback favorites of mine that are also on my Spooky Perreo playlist. Uh, yeah, so since it was October 30th last week, <laughs> last week was October 30th when I dropped the first three episodes. So I just wanted to keep it on brand with what was going on in the seasons and um, Spooky Perreo was it. Episode one, I highlighted three throwback 
reggaeton favorites of mine and um they're also on my spooky perreo playlist so i just wanted to keep the theme going since it was the end of october when i dropped these episodes so um spooky perreo is forever to me so i mean you can really listen to that playlist that i was highlighting um whenever you want but every september october um of every year for the last five years i've been updating that playlist so go and follow it if you'd like it is um on spotify only for now maybe if you know apple podcast people tell me that they want it on apple i mean apple music people tell me that they want it on apple music then i guess i can do that but uh spotify people y'all are the ones that have been keeping it alive so apple folks hit me up if y'all want it if not i'm not gonna do the extra work Episode two was an interview, our first podcast interview, actually, with 44 Sweet, a Bay Area R&B artist straight out of Redwood City. Yeah, the vibes are lit. Um, Really good music. I really think y'all need to check out his stuff. There is so much going on with 44 Sweet, um, as well as the following guest um, from episode three, Anthony Oak. And fun fact, both of them work together and are on the same label. So y'all really got to keep an eye out for them. So these were both two really good interviews to just start off Hello Perreo with. Um, if this is your first time here at Hello Perreo, please go start your um, Perreo, Hello Perreo journey over there. Uh, let me know what y'all think. Speaking of both of them... We actually have our first Hella Perreo announcement. So, mental drumroll, please. Um, nah, but we have been invited to the North Lemon Fest. We have all been cordially invited. So, um, get your fucking Y2K outfits ready. And if you don't have them ready, then go get them so that you do get ready. I'm in that boat. I have some things that I guess could be very Y2K, but... I don't feel like wearing none of them, so I got to go figure this out. Um, So, yeah, come dress up early 2000s. Um, The flyer is going to be posted on my social media as well as 44 Suite and Anthony Oaks social media. You can find their information on the episode show notes. But, yes, you guys should definitely come through. I'll be there with Leslie and we will be having a fucking good ass time. Uh, word on the street, um, aka from me to you. We'll be there asking some questions, keeping the vibes going, interacting with the crowd is gonna be something that is, I guess, a little bit out of my comfort zone. I've never really actually done something like this, but um, you know, I'm not opposed to it. You know, they say what they say, the real growth comes outside of the comfort zone or some shit like that. If you know the quote, let me know. DM me. Um, so I can be, you know, better about my quotes, but yeah, guys come through, let's take shots. I'll have the mic on me and yeah. So pull up if you want to have a good ass time. Oh, the date, duh. How are y'all going to pull up without the date? Right? So it's going to be on November 18th. That is, well, I don't know how many days away from whenever you're listening to this episode, but it's on November 18th on a Saturday, uh, Hayward undisclosed location. You do have to RSVP to get in. So do that. The RSVP phone number is, it's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing. The RSV phone number is going to be, RSVP phone number is going to be on the um, flyer as well. So just stay tapped in. Um, Yeah, let's kick it. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, go and vote on the polls and interact on the questions. Like I said earlier, 
please don't be shy. It's literally just you and me. So, yeah, they're completely anonymous. I'll have no idea who's answering um, the polls. However, the questions, I think the name does come up. Like, if you answer them, like, your little Spotify alias comes up, I believe. But I don't give a fuck. Answer. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's somebody that I knew from elementary school. Like, pull up and let me know what the fuck y'all think. So I want y'all to get a little bit used to this uh, flow that we got going on on the podcast. There's going to be a little bit of interaction between just you and me on the beginning of the episode. And then I also throw in there a little bit of an update of the chisme. What's the tea? What's going on? Bad Bunny has, uh, since we've been gone, Bad Bunny has released his music video to Vaticano. He released that on Halloween. So if you have not checked it out, go check it out. Uh, spooky vibes all the way. Vampires. It's it's a whole thing. Um, so definitely go see it. Um, are you guys uh, are you guys going to go see Bad Bunny? Like, have any of you guys bought tickets? What did you guys think about the prices? Did anybody sell any of their terrenos in Mexico so you guys can go freaking buy? I mean, not assuming that only you guys are from Mexico, but that's where my family's from. Um, so, yeah, what what the fuck is good? Did you guys fucking sell your boyfriend's Jordans? <laughs> if any of y'all did, please tell me how epic that was. Um but but yeah, Bad Bunny, I'm a fucking be there. I'm a fucking be there. Um, yeah, I'm a fucking pull up. It's going to be me and my cousin. We're going to be at night one. For now, we're going to be at night one. There might be a little bit of a rearrangement going on, but that's behind the scenes information. However, we're going to be there for night one and uh, it's going to be fucking lit. I hope I see some of you guys out there. Um, today the episode, oh, actually there is some more Bad Bunny tea. Apparently there was a leak. Well, not apparently it did happen. There was a leak on TikTok, um, where an AI account, um, released a song that was a Bad Bunny song. Well, it was, it sounded like Bad Bunny. Y'all know how the AI does the little, like you can sound like anybody just if you use a specific AI app or AI site or whatever the fuck. I still quite don't understand how all the whole thing works, but it sounds exactly like Bad Bunny, and it's a song that's not approved by him. It's a song that somebody else wrote with Bad Bunny's voice, and so Bad Bunny now uh, caught wind of it, and he really did not fucking like it at all. He's basically saying, like, <laughs> all of y'all are corny as fuck if you're liking that song, and yo, I felt attacked because for a little bit, for a little bit, for a little bit, I was vibing to that song. It was cool. Like, I, I didn't know about the song um, until I saw Bad Bunny's reaction to it. So I was like, fuck, I felt mad guilty for, like, bopping my head a little bit to it. It's a perreo vibe. It's whatever. But he said he doesn't want none of us at the concert if we vibe to that. So now I'm over here like, my man, it's not that I wanted to vibe to it, but it's just that energetically it just happened. Uh, moving on along, Tokisha threw shade at Yailin. I will have to find the interview clip. It's not that I like the drama, but I like the drama. Like, I don't know. I just think it's in a time of where reggaeton and dembo and urbano is on and popping. I think that it's kind of nice to have a little bit of tea, you know? So somebody basically asked Tokisha in an interview, like, at a red carpet. They're like, hey, Tokisha, I hear that there's a, a collaboration between you and Yailin coming up. And 
basically she pulled up Mariah Carey and was like, um, I don't know her. <laughs> I'm gonna find the clip. That's essentially what happened. Um, I love both of them though. There's I have no sides on this. I actually want Yailene to be freed from <laughs> the shackles of heterosexual relationships what the fuck these men just keep playing with her and just making everything seem like she's a joke and i hate that shit because i genuinely do like her music and i think she has so much talent i just think that there's so much going on in her life and so much energy that is just shifting a lot of things and takashi 69 is not any you know i don't know i just want her to do better for herself all right, enough chisme, and on to the interview. Episode four of Hella Perreo is featuring Vicente Garcia, creator of Planet Cunt, which you'll be hearing more about in just a bit. Uh, stay tuned for the joint playlist that we got coming out for you guys. Um, I'll be including the songs that were featured on this episode, as well as just other songs that I could not include because we can't just be inserting just the whole thing on here so um yeah let's get into the interview all right everybody welcome back to hella perreo your bay areas look on reggaeton we are at frequency 510 and we are here with vicente garcia the creator of planet cunt and in case you're wondering what Planet Cunt is, Planet Cunt is a queer planet from the future teleporting into L.A. to serve cunt in its purest form. A queer party for all genders coming to downtown L.A. for a night of havoc, expression, and freedom. Dress code is alien superstar cunt, so dress like you're from a queer galaxy in the future where anything goes. Vicente Garcia, what's popping? What's cracking? What's up? up? Here I am. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I just teleported out of Planet Cunt, but I'm here for the... For the podcast today. Oh, my God. So you could mm-hmm. say we have an alien superstar among us. I mean, you said it. Okay. Okay, period. That's what's up. That's what's up. I fuck with that. And honestly, Planet Cunt is an experience. Planet Cunt is... Um, what does what does uh Wendy Williams say? It is she's the moment. She is oh, the <laughs> she's the uh, she's an icon. She's a legend, and she's the moment. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. So, where did this concept come from? Was it a dream? Did you think about it one day? Is it like a place that you like to daydream and often like just like reminisce? Like, what was pl- how did it start? Well, let's see. I feel like I've always wanted to do it, and I've always wanted to organize my own party. Mm. In addition to just wanting to try new things creatively all throughout my own life, right? So it's like I'm always trying to try a new creative project, whether that's a party, whether that's an event, whether that's um, an audio, video experience, whatever it is. But this time, I remember I was talking to a friend one day, and he actually just asked me, because I had been talking about like wanting to start a party mm-hmm. right for some time right and he i don't know what it was i was drunk i was high whatever and he was like well if you were to organize a party like what would it be called and then i said without hesitation planet cunt oh shoot without hesitation planet cunt. but i didn't know i don't know where that came from i d- just it just came out my mouth and it was the clearest thing to me <laughs> that's so cool 
Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, after after he asked me that, and after I said it, like it, after I said it, and he witnessed it, and he heard it, and I was like, oh, that's a cool name. After that, then maybe two months later, I started making plans for it because it just once I had the name, everything else fell into place. Oh my god, I love that because sometimes a lot of uh, creative projects. The name is is hard to come up with. I mean, Frequency 510 was really difficult to come up with. Uh, Hela Perreo was a little bit, but not really. Um, I feel like I work opposite. Like, sometimes I feel like I have to gather all of my creative pieces together and then see what the name is. So you feel like, for you, it was like naming the thing and then creating it? Correct. But you know what? I feel like the name was there maybe the whole time. Mm. Yeah. Because it took me like a you know while to even say that right, mm. but when it was there, it was there like without hesitation. So maybe it was in the ethos in the universe and waiting for the right time to oh like enter me or whatever. And then I just like that's it. Do you feel like that's how it feels like to potentially name a baby? Like, do you feel like that's what it feels like? I feel like that's well, if you're doing it the right way, you if know, you do it the right way, if you do it the right way, you know, if you're doing if you're naming your baby like you like it's. Like it's meant to, and like it has a true meaning, probably right. I would think so. Okay. Because some people wait until the baby's born. Because then you have to, you got to get a vibe. You have to look at the baby, be mm. like, oh, this is so and so. Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna have to ask Beyonce what the right way is, cause <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm sure she took Blue Ivy like from like the goddess universe, like signs that be. Yeah, from her own mm. planet. Yes, exactly. It's actually next to Planet Cut. I'm not supposed to say that, but. <laughs> I just you told said you the right NDA. Uh, whoops, sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> Broke the freaking Broke galactical the NDA. Don't well, yeah, the intergalactic <laughs> NDAs are different, so it's a different situation. But yeah, that's mad funny. That's mad funny. So, um, for you, what do you think? Like, are the colors that exist in Planet Cut like? Oh, easy. What? What's up? It's green and purple. Green and purple. Doubt. Yeah, there's no Love doubt. That. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Like those are like the strongest colors there, and then everything else is like hues of that. Is that what it exactly. is? Exactly. And let me tell you something. It's mm. it's not just purple and green. It's like a neon. It's a neon green and purple, mm. and like an and it's like an iridescent, like deep violet. I would say, and mm. like a bright emerald, pure green. The, those two colors that really mm. go together because to me. That just really feels like Planet Cunt. That's it. Mm. They're also like very contrasting colors. So like that's also really cool because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of contrasts um, bring in a lot of balance. And I like, you know, I like things that kind of like are off-putting and but also like bring things together type of thing. But anyway, what is cunt though? Like what does that mean for somebody who's like, okay, I dig the vibe. I dig everything that he's saying. But like I don't understand what cunt is. Like what if you could just if you could explain it to a child how would you explain well actually maybe not a child but <laughs> if you could explain it to anybody who doesn't know i guess <laughs> true true yeah, true don't be telling um, or maybe a child maybe we knew who knows um yeah maybe check anyways. with your parents <laughs> anyways but kind is not a word that i originated it comes from the ballroom scene of mm. new york and it's meant to be like oh that that shit is cunt meaning like it's feminine it's queer it's gay it's like the highest form of a compliment a compliment that you could give someone it's not a negative thing it's mm. like you want to be cunt like yeah if, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. Cunt, that's kind of bad like oh you're not serving cunt that means like i don't know what you're serving but i'm not fucking with it. yeah that. it's like you didn't understand the assignment Correct. it's almost like what you're saying you failed it 
Yeah. Um, Contest Feminine, too. It's very mm -hmm. femme queen. Mm -hmm. It's very, you know, it's it's a lot of things, I feel like. And I think that you, you have definitely embodied that at literally Planet Cunt. Like, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. very cunt. It's very... It's very queer. It's very liberating, like your description says. And it really is an expression of freedom. Um, okay, so Planet Cunt, for all those that don't understand or have not been to Planet Cunt, it has already happened once before, right? When was the first correct, one? Correct. It was July 7th. Okay, July. And what, what was the vibe? Like, how did you feel before the event happened? Like, were you... Did you get imposter syndrome or did you feel like doubtful? I don't think I've even had this conversation with you, um, mm. you know, to know what you felt like before. But yeah, what, what was it Honestly, like? Honestly, to be the only, the, literally the only thing I was worried about was are enough people going to come? That was it, really. Right. Because I knew that like I, I feel very confident in myself that I could set a vibe. I could create a vibe. I can curate a space. I can, you know, bring the right mm -hmm. DJs and blah 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 um but i didn't know if anybody was gonna come so well, i was slightly nervous like mm -hmm. you know the first hour i'm like you know but then i got to a point where i was like you know what nobody could come or everybody could come and either way it's like i'm gonna be okay yeah either way it was like it was a lot of like our our people our tribe the people that we like at least like fuck with i mean it was a lot of our coachella crew you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep um yeah shout out to us man Coachella was lit and honestly I feel like that that has been um that was that's been a good support system I feel like for Planet Cunt I feel like I saw a lot of our friends that we went to Coachella with um oh yeah for all those that don't know like me and Vicente we go way back we go way back I mean not way back but like energetically it feels like, oh that's right energetically yes. I think we do energetically because Planet Cunt doesn't you know revolve around like colonial concepts of time exactly exactly yes. so from a far distant planet around Cunt we probably knew each other but nonetheless, um, yeah, so where the fuck was I going? That we... Um, got lost on my spaceship. We got lost on the spaceship, but there was a big crew from Coachella that came and supported yeah, so, that Planet Cunt, for sure. So, yeah, like, that that's community to me. Like, we've, we've uh, formed a, fo a type of community within each other. So, for you, like, what what is community and how important is that for you? Like as outside of planet cunt, like just as a human being, as a, as a member of society. I mean, I think to me, community is everything. I think that's really the main way we as people form meaning and growth, uh, out of, out of the world, you know, like we're all just at the end of the day, we're all looking to be seen. We're all looking to be loved and, we need a community of people in order to do that. And mm -hmm. So I feel like that's very huge. That's um, everything, you know, and and some people don't but like a lot of people don't go as far as they can go because they haven't found their tribe or the community and they're just looking for that. So I wanted to create a space like Planet Cunt. Mind you, it's still just a party, um, but at least to create a place, even though it's for a party, that people can have fun, they can express themselves and hopefully build community and see people around them not being afraid to fully express themselves as they are so do you feel like um do you feel like people have connected over planet cunt have you felt anything like that have you made any new friends from planet cunt 
I feel like a lot of people reached out and said they had a really good time. So that to me was definitely made me feel successful. Um, and I feel like a lot of people said they really liked the vibes. And actually, now that you're asking that, one person did specifically say that, you know what, the, what I felt like made Planet Cunt different from other parties is that I felt like there was a sense of community. Mm. And he said that directly. He said, like, he texted me that. And I was like, oh, dang. So that was the Testimonial. Testimonial was like, moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. That's what's up. Is, you know... <laughs> You know what uh what sound effect we need right there? Uh the Beyonce unique. Unique. <laughs> yes. Cause that's literally what you are. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, we both went to Renaissance. Uh mm-hmm. let's talk about the rebirth that we both had. All right. So like this is super sidebar. I didn't even know we we're gonna actually I did know what we we're gonna talk yes. about Beyonce. Beyonce is everything. Exactly. And it'll all tie back into Planet Cunt. Um but yeah, so how was your uh Renaissance experience? Uh, I mean, I honestly felt fully fed and nurtured. Right? Yes, and held and held fully creatively. I think for me as someone held, I like that. Oh, I definitely felt held. I By felt the great safe. hands of Beyonce. Oh, a thousand percent, even though I was like a thousand like miles away from the front of stage. But I feel like for me, especially as a creative person who really thinks about and sees the world through through creativity and visuals, maybe not so much sound, but I definitely feel like I'm someone who thinks about the world in a visual way, in a creative way, who's always thinking about um, how I could do something similar or how... I don't know, like what I the things I want to see and put out in the world. What she put out into the world with Renaissance, I felt like, is in alignment with with everything that I've ever wanted to see mm. and more. And I think not, it's not just me. I think it's it's everybody. I think that she they can tell that she put something really special into that um, visually, but just her whole her whole soul. I mean, like everything of that concert was life affirming. It was fun. It was, she had her moments where she was more serious. That was your first time seeing Beyonce. Oh no, 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 no. I saw her on the run tour too. He said, get it right. I seen mm-hmm. her before. That was my first time seeing Beyonce, but oh. yeah, it was kind of life changing. I mean, it sounds corny to say, but seeing Beyonce smile like in real life, but also like on the big thing on the big screen, like it's just different. Like, I don't know. I was pretty lit at, that point by the time it already had started i was pretty fucking lit and i was already like on the high of like getting the tickets because we got them at the door uh Wait, we you did, bought the tickets that same day yeah we did the whole tiktok thing yeah no I yeah did. and you got it you saved how much did you get them for we got them for 500 and you got really close yeah no yeah Shit. i was dumb close damn and i moved around quite a bit because i was hella drunk and at one point like i went to go to the restroom because mm-hmm. yeah, no me aguantaba. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was one of those like, fuck, like when you're at the movie theater and you're like, fuck, like I don't want to piss because yeah, I'm going to miss something, but like, you know, whatever. So, anyways, I go. Mm-hmm. Y pues regreso, and then I lose my friend and I like couldn't find her no more. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to stand right the fuck here and whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck where you're at right now because you're watching what I'm watching and I know that we're good, you know? Right. You're still on the same wavelength. Yeah. So, like, then we find each other. You throw out stuff. But, like, at one point I went around kind of like by Club Renaissance and like I could kind of like, you know, you like. You were at Club Renaissance? I was like really close to Club Renaissance. It was oh, like right shit. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. So I was. You, you I, we were breathing the same air. 
Wow. Yeah, we wow, did the wow, whole wow. fucking osmosis photosynthesis and like yes. she blessed me and I, I received that. it. I see that. Yeah, I received it. I received it and Blue Ivy was lit. Oh, Blue Ivy was lit. She had a special moment when I was there or the for my performance where she was just Oh, like, were you at the birthday one? No, I'm so sad. Oh wait, yeah, I'm we so talked sad. about that. I'm so sad. I did cry a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. Emotions are real. Emotions are real, you know. But if you can laugh, you can say, cry. You can laugh, you can cry, you can cry a lot. And I cry. Smile and I'll cry later. You cried later. I cried later, yeah, yeah. Um but Blue Abby was she was cute. She had a whole moment and she like uh um, Beyonce celebrated her. She was like, Little you know, round of applause, Blue Ivy Cardi. I love when she like gives us a serious moment and she's just like looking at the cameras and looking out at the audience and then she does her goofy little like teenage preteen thing where she's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like so cute because it's like she's giving us like fierce, but then she's like, haha, bitches, I'm still a kid and I'm over here like whoop de woo woo. But I think it's cute. So, um, anyways, back to Planet Cunt. Um, what's the theme? What's the the theme of this next one? For next one, yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. You tied it back. Oh, you know, okay. We do a little one two over oh, here. Oh, okay, mm. little one two. Um, so the theme is chrome therapy. Is the theme um so meaning like, uh, any 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 flavor of chrome. Beyonce was silver, but it could be gold. It could be silver. It could be bronze. All of all of the above. Platinum. Titanium. Titanium. Like the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like the new iPhone. All of that. But of course. Um, in deference to Beyonce and and Renaissance, because the theme was silver, so that's what. Yeah, we're gonna continue that. Um, and we called it Chrome Therapy because Chrome is therapy. So what um, what was the creative process behind finding the name and the theme to this upcoming Planet Cunt? <laughs> Damn it! I really wish I could. This is so funny because I really wish I could tell you. I will say, for <laughs> me, that's so. For my creative, um, a lot of my creative things they just happen. I feel like I will marinate an on an idea for mm. so long, um, and then at one one instance, it all just comes to me. So, for example, I was probably at a coffee shop one day. I was thinking about what's going to be the theme. What's going to be the theme? For oh my god! I feel like it's prom. Like you know, like never been kissed. Where they're like, and the theme is mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. millennium, <laughs> right? And then they put all the work into it. And like, what's going to be the theme? Of course, the it theme was giving for prom that. is always boring. It's like you know, I didn't want it to be like that. Well, <laughs> and that's but th- while I was there at the coffee shop one day, I was sitting down, I was making the flyer for it, and then I was like, well, what's going to be the theme? Your coffee shop, your regular one, or ahí por donde vives? Because mm. I know you have a regular one that you frequent all the time. Actually, it was a different coffee shop this day. Wow. I know. I've, I've had a new coffee shop. We have, to, we have to, like, update. I have to update you on the side about that. You I have know. a new coffee shop? I know. I I'm know. Don't, don't tell my old coffee shop. That was, like, that's the secret. You lucky I don't know their name. Okay, good. Don't. You, you don't know their <laughs> or name. else? I know you would. Full Front Street. I'm Full just saying. Like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would make the flyer, and then I said, okay, the fl- it's going to be Chrome, and then... Uh-huh. I knew that that was going to be a theme, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to say, like, chrome theme, because that's boring. Or I'm not going <laughs> to say chrome ball, because that's already taken. Right, so right, So I'm like, right. oh, it's got to be chrome therapy. And there was no, I can't, I can't tell, like, it just, like, it just, it just came skill. to you. It came to me. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sick, honestly, because I'm so indecisive about a name. Like, let me tell you. I'm, like, super indecisive, like, <laughs> Airhead vibes. Leslie's like looking at me because we're both like, 
what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And so, yeah. But anyways, nonetheless, um, Planet Cunt, definitely something that you got to be at. Um, all the gays in L.A. are going to be there. Um, I was honestly like, I knew, I, I I told you from the jump, I was like, dude, people, it's going to get lit. It's going to get cracking. It's going to. I didn't know. It's going to be see, full. You knew. I didn't like, know. I just knew. I just knew. How did you know? How did you know? Uh, third eye, baby. Dang, so I was already like a planet with the cut. name. Like was, you knew. Yeah. Oh, so you can see into the future. Uh, sometimes. No, but um okay. I just felt it. I just felt like it's a like a unique concept. I you know, a lot of times we think that we might be the only person that's interested in something, mm-hmm. but there are so many people just like us. Mm-hmm. Uh that just live different experiences in different shoes type of thing. And so I just feel like there were people that are similar to us or like on our same like uh, wavelength. wavelength. Yeah, exactly. But like oh. maybe just in a different space in a different lane. And I was like, they're going to hear about it. They're going to know. And I felt like it was a uh, very, um, very FOMO vibes. Like if you weren't there, you were going to want to be there. You, yeah. Yeah. I definitely and agree. I Especially feel like it was the, with duality. Yeah. She was so good. What are your DMS like on planet? Come? Um, they're basically like, uh, either positive, like oh, I had so much like, a good time, or like when's the next event? Mm-hmm. And some people have the me and like, can I get on the guest list? I'm like, um, I don't know you. I've never met you. Mm-hmm. When, why would I put you on the? I mean, c- good for you for asking. I mean, like, yes, right. shoot your shot. The I'm, private I will account never put you down for shooting your shot. The but. private account <laughs> with like no bio, <laughs> right. freaking three followers, right. following a thousand people. Right. Their burner account. Yeah, and no reason or context of why. Just like, like yeah, oh, I hey, don't know get you. Free tickets here next. Um, <laughs> right no honestly get on the get on the pre on the pre uh pre-sale list pre-sale get list. get into it where can people find you on social media it's uh it's planet cunt i had to do planet cunt with a k because of you can't write with the c on yeah. instagram but i think but it stands out a little bit oh oh the a name? lot but yeah like with a k like i just think it like makes it stand out a lot more true true, true it just true. like adds that like level of like uniqueness and it also uniqueness Unique? you know yeah we definitely need that um that sound effect. That might have to be one. But um nonetheless, uh let's get into some music. I you know, we have Hala Perreo. The whole vibe here is that, you know, we make connections, we make uh we bridge the gap and we just talk about reggaeton and the culture at a different angle. And because we're talking about Planet Cunt, we're gonna talk about a couple of songs and some music that, you know. We'd put the aliens on too. You know Which what I'm saying? They're, they're here. So they landed in Mexico City. Exactly. They they landed in Mexico City, and honestly, they say that they're really small. What do you think about There's, aliens? This is the thing. I believe the aliens come in all sizes. So they found the small ones, but there's there's multiple different size ones. Yeah, it's just the reality of the multiple. Because I hear that they're small, but then I hear people say that they're like freaking twelve feet tall. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know, but. Maybe people just, you know, like you said, there's different different strokes for different folks. Right. But here's the thing, though. The alien superstars are the bigger ones. So those ones, those, those, are, the 12 those feet fools ones. are like 12 feet. I can tell you that <laughs> for sure. Those are the 12 feet and above, for sure. Um, I don't know what I would do with 12 feet of body. Like, what would I fucking do with a 12 feet I mean, body, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. You could do a lot of things. You know? Well, anyways. Um, <laughs> so for myself... Um, 
I'll uh, I'll go ahead and start. Ooh, I'll go ahead and start off. Um, for me, I think a song that I would definitely be playing on my spaceship, or if I got abducted by aliens, and I was like, you know what, I'm I need to put y'all onto some reggaeton. I definitely have to start off with taking it way back, back to the Tego Calderon days. Um, mm-hmm. it is called Quitarte To by Tego Calderon featuring Randy of Joely Randy. And uh, the reason why I selected this song is because it just gives that, like, little, like, I don't know, it just feels like I'm, like, zooming in between the stars and mm. the lyrics of the song. Let me pull up the lyrics real fast because I l- actually, let's cut right here and let's get into the song real quick and then uh, we'll be right back. Coming back, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. So, uh, we just listened to Quitarte Todo by. Tego Calderon featuring Randy. And um, first of all, I'm obsessed with Randy. I'm always going to be obsessed with Randy. It's always going to be the fucking sexual tension that he brings to the stage, to the mic, whatever, wherever he's at. I don't know. It's just it's just a vibe. And um, this song just always takes me back to high school. I vividly remember having this song on my iPod, on my neon blue iPod Nano. And... Uh, yeah, it just it just brings me back. The vibes are futuristic. I feel like I'm floating and drifting in through space. And I've always felt that way through the song. And even the the album cover of Teo Calderon's um, El Abayarde, El oh, Contraataque. Uh-huh. Uh, well, El Abayarde is the first one. And then there is El Abayarde, El Contraataque, which is the, uh, I guess, kind of like a sequel album to That's El Abayarde. No, the red one is El Abayarde. And then the El Abayarde, El Contraataque, which is where um, Quitarte Todo is on. Um, it kind of is like a little bit more futuristic vibes. It's blue. It's green. It has. It's just, it's just giving that to me. And so to me, I've always felt like that song has been given that futuristic vibe. But love that song. What about you? What song do you think you would be putting the aliens on to? Well, first and foremost, I will be putting the aliens onto Viano Antiano. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they know already, though. Well, because Loki Viano Antiano is an alien. Superstar. Yeah, she's tapped in. She actually like came to this earth and had to slightly <laughs> like downgrade herself in order to like bless herself to be to with blend us. in with us to blend in with us. But she's actually way even more advanced than we even <laughs> know. We we only see like a small portion of her brilliance. Crying. It's so what song? What song from Viano? Um, Cascara de Coco. I okay. Like, yes, because it's just like, I don't know. It's like, very, well, the whole album, La Sustancia X, is like very vibey, but I feel like that song specifically is just, very, it's it's a vibe. It's like, it's, it is definitely giving me inter, extraterrestrial, inter, extraterrestrial, both, um, both at the same time. All of the terrestrials. All of the terrestrials, <laughs> um, intergalactic. I felt like I'm going in between different, universes and dimensions so that's such a good song and honestly that album slaps um i definitely think it's going to dethrone uh beyonce's renaissance for me because renaissance was my most played album last year however la sustancia x i think is definitely going to be taking the crown this year because it's it's a slap it just goes uh but 
Anyways, uh, let's cut right here and let's listen to Cascara de Coco. No soy facilita, no soy cascara de coco. Yo voy poco a poco y tú te tiras de a lo loco por saoco. Ilúcete conmigo que te tiro un soplamoco. Aún no me he estudiado los poderes que invoco. Dice poco de poco, que me invoco. Que yo soy un asate y yo misma me lo coloco. Que salgo para la calle y yo sé todo lo que provoco. Que voy sacando leche como del fico coroco. Y es que tú... Welcome back. We are just getting back into it from listening to Cascada de Coco by Villano Antillano. And um, honestly, I just feel like the whole concept of this song is so very like, it is very deep. And I like how she says, no soy facilita, no soy Cascada de Coco. And I love that phrase because it's like, it's, it's the truth. Have you ever tried to peel a coconut? No, but I don't want to because I would imagine it's extremely like a coconut is like not even the brown thing that we see at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you've been to tropical countries, so you know what a coconut looks like. It's like like behind another thing. Yeah, it's like inside of the green one. And so like you have to like hella chop at it. So it's like I'm not easy. I'm not una cascara de coco. And quite literally, I feel like the aliens can relate to that. Like off rip, Mm. like. I'm not easy. I am not a coconut shell, bitch. They're multi-layered. Yeah, because quite honestly, they be doing crop circles. Not only that, but like they're in a fucking spaceship. We can't even catch up. Like they say that like spaceships, like the the alien, the the alien ship, the Mm -hmm. spaceship, the spaceship, it freaking can travel up to like, (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Light this is what I heard. Light is very fast. Because it doesn't yeah. really travel through time, right? It travels through, like, wormholes. And but someone said it was, like, 60 miles a nanosecond or something like that. Oh. Shit. So, like, you know how they say zero to 60 when you're dr- talking about cars? You know, like zero to 60 in point oh, five seconds or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. These, these aliens are traveling dumb quick. They're like, bitch, bye. They don't even crop dust us. You know, crop dusting, like how they say, like when you like, you know, that the trail of right. Yeah, they be just, there's no trail. No trail. No paper trail. Into one universe to the next. So, anyways, um, I I fuck with this song. And yeah, so shout out to Viano Tiano. Shout out to our trans queens. Um, But we're going to get into a little game real quick. We're going to, we're going to, speaking of spaceships. Oh. This game is called Are You in Our Spaceship or Nah? Okay, okay. So, with that being said, the idea behind this game, Vicente Garcia and oyentes, listeners, audience, our friends, our family, whatever. So, it's basically, essentially, one gotta go. One gotta so go. it's one gotta go, but on the spaceship. So I can only take a certain amount of things on the spaceship. Exactly. So we're gonna do a couple rounds. Okay. And uh, shout out to our audio engineer Leslie for coming up with um, some of this, some of these rounds. Um, it is gonna be kind of lit, and you can give us your reasoning. You cannot give us your reasoning. You can mandar all the listeners al carajo, as they say, if they feel right, some type right, of way. Right. This is. What you know, this is what you got to say about it. So, first round, um, one gotta go. Are they on our spaceship or not? Nah? Okay, okay, starting off strong here. Okay, heavy hitters in the house Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. Carol G, mm-hmm. and Arcangel. One gotta go. Who is on your spaceship? 
one has to go, I definitely would take out Karol G. Oh! I know. I know. Well, Gagging. I, okay, so I saw Arkhangel recently. Oh, my God. Okay, talk about it. And he just really came with it. And oh, I my God. I feel like if I look back at the past 10 concerts I've seen, like, his sticks out because he brought his he brought so much energy. He brought vibes. He brought choreography. I would say he brought choreography. I didn't know oh, he was a dancer. Oh. No sabia. Oh, sorry, not him, but he brought dancers, oh. <laughs> which were really good. He brought the choreography. Yes, yes, and I would say you know what? He <laughs> I was shook because I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. actually, he he probably he needs to be on the spaceship because he also is giving like the an alien intergalactic vibe. I would say in his con in his concert, it was it was very well executed. You could tell because I'm de- very much so. If I watch a concert, I will in my mind it will make a judgment like did this artist have a strong creative vision mm. or no oh wow and i would say he has a very strong creative vision that came out throughout the whole concert and mm. high energy he incorporated his his name his, he had a huge a you know in the background he had really good visuals his timing was good he was relatable was um, he late no he was not late at all and wow. I, yeah. Shout out Arcangel. He's been in the game for a minute. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I respect your decision. I will say I respect it, although it is a little shocking because it's it's a hard one. It's a really fucking hard one because now that I put myself in your position, I don't know. I probably would pick the same way. Only because Arcangel has been doing this like electronic futuristic reggaeton thing for a minute. Yeah, yeah, um, he has. I, like I think when was his first album? Like two thousand eight. I don't know when his first album was. Truthfully, S- some, but somewhere near there. But I a will long time say, ago. very. Lo- he he was since the inception. Well, I wouldn't say inception of reggaeton. I'm gonna have to do more uh, deep diving on that. But, but close to it. Close um, to he's it. definitely one of the OGs of reggaeton, OG. and um. With his uh, with with his earlier songs like "Pa que la pases bien," but like it's very, it's very futuristic. It's very electronic, and um, I don't know who produced that song off the top of my head. But uh, Tiny also has a big, a big, um, a big role to play in the futuristic electronic oh, advancement is. of reggaeton so oh he's the dj on planet Cun for sure oh or the other universe absolutely absolutely yeah. so let's go to the next round let's Ooh. go to the next round real quick <laughs> this one's also hard oh my god you're gonna gag i have to take a deep breath for this one okay i'm nervous i'm nervous I'm nervous and I'm reading it. Okay, it might All be right. easy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm go reverse, and even the reverse is hard. And even if I go the middle, is hard. It's like there, it, either angle I go at this one, but one gotta go. Who is on your? Are they on your spaceship or not? Nah? So hard. You can do it. You can do it. Becky G. Okay. Rosalia. Rosalia. And Young Miko. Um. Maybe this isn't hard. I don't know. I, I would, was, I was over I would say heavy. that Becky G has to go, and this Ugh. is this is my reasoning. Well, first of all, because Young Miko would never go, so that automatically <laughs> was Period. that was never a question. She has been changing the game. She's representing it for queer reggaeton. Anyways, I don't even need she, to argue that because I'm not even gonna go there because that's just the you truth. don't have to go there. That's exactly. just the truth. That's the truth. 
So we're gonna Hello leave Perreo her is a young Miko Stan account. This is a young Miko Stan account. So really, <laughs> regardless. So really, the decision was really between Becky G and Rosalia, and I would <laughs> take have the to rest sit. of my shot. <laughs> the reason I said I had to go with uh, uh, choose Rosalia over Becky G is because similar to Arcangel. Well, actually, and we were there. We saw her at Coachella. We saw both of them. We did see both of them at Coachella, but I would say that Rosalia was giving the vibes more for her. Oh, with the Motomami vibes. Yeah, even though Becky G was giving, uh, I know she, you know, referenced Selena, and she was her performance was good. I just feel like Rosalia has been really trying to change the game a lot in terms of uh, um, aesthetically and artistically. Uh, what she's she's very experimental. Officially. She's very experimental. I, and I do love that. that. Um, even though she's a colonizer. And you know what? I would absolutely, oh man, again, again, Vicente, again, I'm aligned with your choices because I will 1000% say that even though Becky G is my California queen, my SoCal baddie, my Becky from the block, whatever, but uh, Rosalia definitely does have one, the aesthetic of Planet Cunt. Um, Mm -hmm. She... Mm -hmm. She she's ready. You don't have to get ready. How does this go? Stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. So exactly. she's been ready. She's been ready for a long. She really has. She's been putting in the work for a long, a long time. First and foremost as a flamenco yeah. artist, and then now. And back to her experimental uh, ways. I think that her collaboration with uh, Arca, not to be confused with Arcangel, but Arca, the uh, producer. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. The que lo que the um, that song. Honestly, that's on my workout playlist, and it's, like, playing in my head right now because um, it's a vibe. It's definitely experimental. It's definitely futuristic. It's it's pulling inspiration from somewhere, and I think it's definitely spaceship energy. So oh, Rosalia has to be absolutely. on the ship. She even came in in a helmet, remember, for the Coachella performance? And that was a full-on on a alien. Helmet. That was this alien spaceship oh, helmet. Oh, facts. Legit. The whole production was very was alien, very superstar, alien. Yeah, alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Very valid. Um, the next one is a throwback. Okay, um, throwback. Throwback. It's uh, it's a throwback, and so we definitely got to let the OGs on the on the bus. I mean, on the ship, <laughs> on the bus. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. a space bus. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I've never been to space. There could be buses on space. There could be. Have you been to space? I don't know. I've only been to Planet Cut. That's the only space I've been to. Um. Anyways, so let's go, ladies first. Uh, Evie Queen. Uh, Tego Calderon and Daddy Yankee. One that gotta go. Easy. That took me easy two again. That took me easy. Oh. That was very easy. No, Daddy Yankee gotta go. No <gasps> question. No question. Well, okay. No Why question. does Legend Daddy gotta go? Because Daddy Yankee is uh, not at the same level as Evie Queen or Tego Calderon. Daddy Yankee <laughs> came <gasps> on the scene. He just got the credit for you know having gasolina, but he was not by any means like the four runner of reggaeton or i mean yes he is an og but he was you know there's so many other people in the game he just got the ultimate credit with gasolina and sure yes he did bring it but there were so many more people in the underground i feel like that were wow bringing it before him not again you uh you're you're bringing in a lot of good points and shout out to leslie for organizing this the way she did because this is uh this is interesting. This is hot and spicy. This is heavy. This is a lot because um there is 
there is a little bit of controversy that I might have to make a whole episode about uh, the Tengo Calderon and that Yankee situation because that Yankee is, I would say, almost in a sense, I mean, you know, people can, you know, correct me and educate me as they please, but I feel like that Yankee is kind of like the runner up that kind of just took the throne almost from yeah. Yeah, yeah, Teo yeah, yeah. Calderon. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. definitely has to be a colorism aspect yes. to it, of course. Um, I think that Teo Calderon's um, musicality is, ugh, I don't know, it's hard to say, but it is very, um, it's very up there. If you listen to a La Bayarde, it is definitely more than just a reggaeton album. It is absolutely like salsa. It is plena from Puerto oh, it's Rico. Everything. It is very. It's a soul of Puerto Rico. It 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 really really fucking is. It like encapsulates so much. Um and so, yeah. Anyways, there there's that drama and there's the the whole thing of like where Daddy Yankee um just kind of. I don't want to say he's a he was a sellout in a way, but like he kind of he kind of just was more appeasing to the audience, and he was kind of more easier to yeah, to, to grasp and to consume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it was very that, but um, nonetheless, his he's still I feel like he's still very much meant to be where he's at because oh, yeah, he's put um, in work. That doesn't take away from he's the fact put in that work, he's put in absolutely. a lot of work and he has been out there for but i think time. he's in his lane i think he's definitely where he needs to be because he was supposed to he wanted to be a baseball player but he ended up doing a reggaeton so you know here we are there you go uh next round next round Ew. this one is pretty well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna spill no milk i'm gonna let you do it um oh wait hold on i gotta switch this one up a little bit okay switch it up switch it up are you trying to, it's because you're trying to trick me? Okay, I got it. Oh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right, so next round is, uh, might be a hard one for some listeners, might not for some others. I don't know, I don't know. But we're going to start backwards. Okay. So, backwards. Raúl Alejandro. Noted. All right, noted. Bizarrap. Noted. And J Balvin. Probably J Balvin. J Balvin gotta go. J Balvin gotta go because, well, Bizarrap was always gonna stay because I just felt like, yeah, he's been yeah. producing so well. You can't, the, yeah, you need somebody to if if on the spaceship, you really need someone who understands musicality production mm. from multiple standpoints in order to give you multiple different vibes, which Bizarrap would give without question. Um, so that was that was always gonna stay there, um, and then you know Raúl Alejandro. Ever since Bad Bunny, the situation with um, we I'm not even gonna give her any airspace or time, but we know who we're talking about. So Raúl Alejandro has Do always. Do we? Uh, what Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner? Yes. Okay, I just needed to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I just needed to say it for our for our listeners. I just thought, what if somebody didn't know? Well, this is true. This is true. But ever since he fell out of grace, Kendall Jenga, as I call her, Kendall Jenga. Yes, even Kendall though he kind of regained Jenga. it, he he yeah. fell from grace and he's back in in my my personal grace. It's a controversial question for myself, anyways. But after is it for me? For me, because he did kind of gain it back, you know, with the Coachella performance and how extremely Puerto Rican it was. 
that kind of it won it back. I'm a bit so sad, Vicente, that we did not see Weekend One's Bad Bunny performance. But Weekend Two was better. You think so? No, we missed the salsa. We missed the salsa incorporation. But it was there. No, mm. I mean it wasn't. No, not like Weekend One. What weekend, happened to Weekend One? Weekend I mean, I One, it. they um. They just had more of a salsa moment. Like, they just had, like, oh, the salsa breakdown. Okay. We did get Jose Feliciano, which oh, was cute. Right. We got Jose Feliciano versus Post Malone. Which was way better. Was, was. But, going back to your selection, I'm not mad at your selection one fucking bit at all. Because J Balvin, it don't fucking matter. J Balvin always got to go in my boat. Yeah. J Balvin always got to go in my boat. The last good production by J Balvin, in my fucking opinion, was uh, Colores. Colores is definitely that was a good. It's album. not the cutoff. I think that was a good album. It was a good album, but I think everything before Colores was very good. Like um, Oasis, obviously. Oh, actually, Oasis is one of my top albums of all time. I'm not gonna lie. It is, and I think a lot of those yeah. p- those songs are definitely very Planet Cunt vibes. Oh yeah, oh, like Without Por Ahí. That's very Planet Cunt. Definitely. You have to have cuidado por ahí if you're yeah. a planet cunt. You don't know what the fuck se te va a enfrentar. But in a true, good way. True, in a true. fucking in good way. way. In the best fucking way. Uh yeah. So do you um do you have any do you have any any selections for me? I mean, I want to give you like an opportunity. Like, do you wanna bring up anything? Do you wanna come up with your three and stump me maybe? Like if who wanted to go? Ooh. Oh, I got it. Oh, shit. That was quick. All right. Come are on you, now. Are you ready? Come t- I've been so ready. So this is your personal spaceship. Okay. And I do want to actually know <laughs> the answer to this question. All right. One's got to go. Oh, I'm nervous. J-Lo. Oh. Shakira. <gasps> and Cardi B. Uh, no, you no, you I'm too. good. And I just, I just out of the end, oh. and I'm I also. I was like, I, I know you're a Libra too, so this is. I knew this, this is gonna is be so, so hard. hard for this you. is so so hard for you. All right, repeat them one more time, just so that I can make sure that I heard you properly. J Lo, right, aka La Jennifer Lopez. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. <laughs> um, Shakira. Shakira. Shakira and Cardi B. Okay. Oh my God, my Libra queen. Oh, who's a Libra? Cardi? Oh, that makes sense. She's that literally makes so much. Everything makes sense now. Everything the stars have aligned. Yeah, no, she's like two days before me, same year. What? Okay, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Cardi B, J Lo, and Shakira. You know what? So on my oh my God. This this is really fucking hard, you guys. And I know oh, it's I'm very good. hypothetical. I know this. it's very I'm hypothetical, really but I this. take hypotheticals very serious. Right, right, right. This is your spaceship. My you spaceship. only get one spaceship. And what if I meet one of these people and then I gotta be like, you know what? I love you, but you weren't allowed on my spaceship. Um all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's break it down. J Lo gotta stay. J Lo oh, Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You know what? J Lo is you. my favorite Italian. <laughs> she right. is my favorite Italian. Yes. Um, she's my favorite Italian because she just is always like an ethnically ambiguous person in her roles. Right. And she did play an Italian on what was it? Made in Manhattan uh, or Monster in Law? No, I think it was the Wedding Planner. No. The Wedding Planner. The wedding she was planner, Italian. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. fucking Italian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's my favorite Italian from then on. Um, and she's coming out with a new album. 
coming up. So shout that's out to That's right. That's right. It's it's a um it's titled um This is Me Now something like that. I'll go, but I'm gonna be fucking listening to that. I'm waiting for her to go on tour. Um, so J Lo got to stay. J Lo quite literally has probably front row above all the the other good, two. Good. That's what I would think. Um, oof. You want to know something? I'm sorry, but I think Shakira got to stay on Earth. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew. Uh, I knew you were gonna say but that because I don't know you to be a really strong. No, I Shakira love Shakira, fan, but I not, love. but not as much as Cardi or J Lo. Okay, oof. I don't know. This is this. I feel like right now at this point, the bouncer is at the front of my spaceship, and Shakira and Cardi B are like going at it. Like, no, I gotta get on. No, but I gotta get on. No, pero yo no, yo manecito que weed. And so it's just like very that. <laughs> but the only reason why is because I feel like. Cardi B is gonna add a comedic relief value to the spaceship. Absolutely, She's the so tension random. in the air. There's so much going on, so yeah. I just feel like that would work out a lot more energetically. True, but True. nonetheless, I love Shakira. I've you know she came out with a new song today. Today, yeah. Um, con um, what's his name? But yeah, with, anyway, uh, Fuerza Regida with Fuerza Regida. Yep, 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 yep. J-O-P. All right, cool. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I it's just very that for me. But um, I love Shakira from way back when she had black hair. Black hair Shakira. Oh, yeah. Before she was trying to be, like, white in the crossover. Exactly. Ojos Asi. I fucking... Yeah. Ojos I is my shit. Her at that, at that, at a young age. So, yeah. Do you have uh, any other songs that you would put the aliens onto uh, going forward? Um... By Malondra, I think it's pronounced because it's Portuguese. The song by Anita and then a bunch of other people on that song. Because I feel like I've been really on Brazilian music recently and I oh. want to try to get into that. Her, MC Kevinho, all of that vibe. Because I feel like, because the Bra- Brazilians got a whole other flair to them where they have the, I don't know what it's called in the, like the funk music that they have, the, the beat that's specific to them. I feel like they have something unique. Um, quite honestly, I need to go to Brazil. I need to go to Rio. I need to experience all that. Brazilians have such a unique fashion sense. Like, can we talk about that? So good. I got sucked into Brazilian TikTok one time, and I was just absolutely fucking amazed. And they just be putting all types of shit in their hair. They be bleaching their eyebrows, and like they will, yeah, they will just be doing the whole thing. They're hella good at dancing. They hella oh, belong yeah. on the spaceship. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I feel like there's definitely a Rio de Janeiro on some part of Planet Cunt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that was Hello Perreo. Stay tuned for the next episode and stay tuned for more content on Instagram. We got a playlist coming to you, Planet Cunt and Hello Perreo. Perreo at Planet Cunt. You already fucking know. Yeah. Uh,